Like, all he has to do is like, oh my god, guys, the fact that this dude tried to finesse everyone, you can suck a fat dick, slobbering motherfucker. <laughs> well, no, he, I, the I fact think... that he thinks that he's smarter than everyone else is on the same goddamn level as Logan freaking stupid Paul, dude. <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Over-Inspected Podcast. And if I'm not mistaken, Wired just called me up and let me know that we are, in fact, indeed, guys, the greatest speedkeeping podcast in the universe. Let's go. Universe. Wired knows yes. what they're talking about. Let's go, baby. I, I love Wired, guys. Like, they they make so many cool videos, and they make speedkeeping videos, too. So there I are hope two they of them, right? New stuff, there, right? There's one, I think, with... Uh, one of our friends, Tiffany, she's and, in that one. And it says, like, why it cannot be solved in less than three seconds. Oh, is that what that one is? I think so, and then... Yeah. Okay. But now people have done it in less than three seconds, so... Oh, that's a good point. Well, I still think yeah. it's a good video. Like, it's not about being accurate. I think it's about getting the, the core concepts across. But that's beside the point. Yeah, so, sorry, that's totally irrelevant. No, it's cool. They also collaborated with Tyson Mao. So if you guys didn't that's, know That's this, the same I mean, one as the Tiffany we, video, I think. Tiffany and Tyson. No, no, no. I, well, like, he did a tutorial as well with Tyson as well. Oh. Um, yeah. But as you guys may or may not know, we talk about Tyson a lot on this podcast. Um, he is one of the founders of the WCA. And the WCA... There is a ton of stories that go into um, the timeline of the World Keeping Association. And the way that we can encapsulate the picture, paint the whole spectrum. Um, I'm trying to think of the best analogies to use here and make it as beautiful as possible. But the way to really understand the entirety of the WCA is through the world records that we set. Yeah. So, you know, today we're going to be talking about our favorite world records that we've experienced or heard about or maybe even watched live um but yeah manu did you have a particular world record that you thought was mind-boggling i do i, I actually i there it was actually somewhat difficult to choose but i got i got a great one but let me give you my honorable mention actually i actually witnessed a world rec a world record live about a month ago Elijah Brown. Oh, you were there. Yeah, oh, he got the Pyramix yeah. world record. I was so I was sitting at the data table doing my doing my business. I hear like a sound all the way on the other side, right? It's it always starts off as like, yeah. And then all the kids <laughs> yeah. rush over. And everyone's like, whoa. So then I, we get the card over and Mitch is like, make sure you enter this one correctly. Um so yeah, that that was really, really cool. Congrats to Elijah. He's a good friend of ours, good friend of the podcast, good friend of Cuber Live, WCC, all the stuff. He's a delegate now too. Oh wow, congrats. Oh yeah, congrats on the promotion. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very cool. So hats off to you, Elijah. That's cool. Anyway, let's talk about I think the coolest WR that has ever happened in the WCA. Insanity. I'm talking about Keaton Ellis's 5.09 WR. That happened in 2015 that lasted for only a couple hours and actually is not even an official wr it's a fake world record because the same day in a different round lucas edder got the first sub five single in wca history with 4.90 seconds and i think the story behind it is crazy um so it's 2015 this is, this is like quite quite a long time ago blast from the past if you will um Keaton and Lucas, Lucas Edder, by the way, um, yeah, an insane speedcuber. Um, 
he was he used to be really really fast. I remember when he was younger. So I'm thinking think about like 2013 or so. But he, then like it was like a two by two. Yeah. Oh, is that right, what? I was. think he he got the two by two world record average before that. So he already uh-huh. like his name was already on the map. Exactly. And he was fast at three by three. I think he he must have been one of the fa- best speed cubers on the planet at the time. Right? He was. Yeah. Uh, he was definitely. I forgot if he won that with Drew Brad's and someone else's on that podium. Drew Brad's won in the U.S. Nationals one time, and Lucas Eider was on that same podium. That okay. Lucas Eider won. It was right around that 2015 to 2017 part. I think yeah. I think that's right. So so right, like the, the guy's absolutely talented, right? I think this is, is this before or after his hand? I think this is after his hand injury. So what happened? I think so in 2013, whatever. He was an up and coming cuber, right? And then he develops arthritis, I think, in one of his hands. Um, and because of that, he he has to stop cubing for, I think, an extended period of time. I think it's like a two, two and a half years, something like that. And by 2015, he's back into it. But I don't think he was as good as he was before, maybe? Wait, I, I thought the arthritis was afterward. Well, maybe I mean, it was after. I mean, yeah, so here, here's, like, here's what I'm thinking. It. So he's definitely always, like, I believe he's had juvenile onset right. arthritis. Or right. onset juvenile arthritis. So he's had it for a long time. But he would not ignore it but treat it as he's cubing. And I think during that time, he, he got the world record. I see, I see. So that, that's when, okay. Yeah. So so maybe maybe the highest happened after, but in any case, right? The guy is a is a top tier speed cuber and is dealing with this arthritis stuff, right? So he he's at this uh, competition in Maryland. I can I can actually check it extremely quickly. River, River Hall, no, it was River something. River, River, River Hill, Hill River, Fall. Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, the sources here tell us River Hill Fall 2015. It was in actually it doesn't even tell me where. I have to I have to in click Maryland. on I'm pretty sure it was in Maryland. Uh, yeah, it's probably Maryland. Uh I'm I remember this like one of the comments yes. like oh, what are they putting in the Maryland water these days? Oh, like, is that why? That's that's like, kind of funny. The kids be drinking up this this like uh enhanced water makes the cubers <laughs> faster. <laughs> okay, anyway, so so it's this, this random small small school in Maryland, right? And Keaton Ellis, you know, also a premier name in the speed cubing world at the time, right? Um, he gets the world record. He gets 5.09, which is a world world record at the time, and it was it was incredible. I think that this is the time when you know the information didn't travel that quickly, but it still traveled quickly enough to the point where you could you could generally find out like relatively soon, probably like within like an hour or so, if someone broke the world record or not. Um, and I remember, I remember hearing about the, how like the world record had been broken, but then, and, and you know, everyone's happy for Keaton and everything, right? Um, you know, he, he's, he's broken the world record. That, that's, it's an amazing achievement to be able to do that. Only a handful of people have ever been able to do that. And then a couple hours later, I, th- I don't know if it was finals. I guess I, I can quickly check. No, it must not have been finals, but anyway, in a different lap, in a different, I think it was a different round. Later, at some point, the, the unthinkable happens at the time. Lucas Eder breaks the world record again. It's now, but now it's not, it's not like four point, it's not like a 5.08, it's not 5.07. It's 4.9. The first time in WCA, in three by three WCA history that starts with a the five, four. with a four. The four. That starts with a four and is less than two. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it was the first four. It was the first four. <laughs> and now we're at the point, you know, like thinking about it like now where people are getting averages that are like less than less time. Yeah. There was, there was a, there was a recently, this very, this happened just, I think today or yesterday. 
there's this this Chinese kid, right? He's like eight years old who got four point nine one. Yeah, Yi Hung Wong. Yeah, like oh, what? No, no, no. Uh, are you talking about average or single? Uh, oh, he got an average at four. Yeah, he, he got a, a three point nine five single or something. Right. But anyway, in, in his yeah. first composition too, right? Yeah, but I guess like thinking about twenty fifteen though. Right. Exactly. So it's crazy. Like, level it's crazy that that's where we are, we're at. Like eight years later, this just this insane project. Is Yi Wong younger than the world record? <laughs> younger than. <laughs> Because he's is eight. He... Oh, he has. There's a possible. No, 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 no eight, then... way. Is he younger than? Younger than Lucas Edder's world record. No, oh I. Okay, he so would be is seven, he eight then. years old? Is he eight years old? Is the question. No, he's he's eight. He's right? he's eight, but this competition happened in November. Yeah, so, so, so it's, like, it's very he's, he's older. He's, he's older by a few months. Oh but God. in any case, right? That, that's crazy. That's actually crazy. I didn't think about that stuff. Yeah, but I, I think like the reason why that story with like. Lucas Etter and Keaton Ellis is so crazy is because, you know, it happened at the same competition, right. just hours apart. Just hours apart, and then the craziest thing, right? So you would think that in any other in any other sport, right? Let's say you're at the Olympics, right? And it's track and field. So let's say someone breaks the 100 meter dash world record in the first couple groups of heats, right? Awesome, wow, they broke the world record. And then someone breaks the world record again, maybe in the finals or something. Both world records would count. But because of a quirk in the way that the WCA like organizes and manages its data, we have no timestamps for when these things occur. So because of that, even though Keaton had gotten the WR, the WR actually doesn't update, if you will, until, until the like the day closes. Until the end of the day, until close of business, perhaps. So at all WRs that happen, so you can break the WR ten times in the same day, and then if someone else can just do it at the end of the day and they actually have the WR, you actually get nothing for it. Which is incredibly dissatisfying. I guess well, you get a PR, but yeah. like, that's incredibly dissatisfying. And the worst part is, I think for him, like, Keaton and Lucas are both USA, so he didn't even get, he didn't get an NR, he didn't get a he didn't CR, get anything, he didn't yeah. get anything. He just got a, like a, like a lonely little PR. Oh, second which is in the world PR. The second in the world still PR. Still has like no <laughs> title associated with it. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Just, and I remember like, when that happened, I was thinking, they should have a timestamps for these that's records. What, that's what I'm or thinking. Or like, at least like, if there's like reasonable, like, evidence that 99% of people yeah. would be like, this happened before let me, that. Let me check. You, they should just count it. Let me I'm check. While, while I check, while I check and see which rounds these are in, you guys can continue talking. Well, I'm yeah. fairly certain that, um, cause now we get all of our results yeah. uploaded through WCA Live. I'm not sure. I've never looked at the JSON files like super in depth of what all the data has. Mm. But I would be very surprised if there's no timestamps involved with them. Or at the bare minimum, it'd be like round one, round two, round three. Like yeah. I think there's round a way. It's that. just the WCA website isn't built for that. Well, yet. one thing I think is kind of odd is that if you go back even earlier in time, in like mm -hmm. 2008, Yu Nakajima mm. got 8.72 twice in one competition and they both count as world records oh what and i think that's because the regulations changed in between those oh, two events and like whenever this regulation changed it doesn't retroactively affect right those. right so right. i guess like keaton uh got unlucky for being born too late <laughs> for getting the wr too late you don't get yeah it doesn't matter when you're born i guess it's getting yeah, yeah 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 I, I don't know if like this is a pain point for keaton so i don't want to like rub it in sure sure because i mean yeah. 
I mean, it's to the point. I feel like where... it's definitely not. He's definitely like he's got a lot of sportsmanship. Yeah, he's yeah. he's grown I past mean, it. I think. Yeah. I also feel like whatever uh, an arbitrary database happens to say, it doesn't right? Say. I know Keaton has said that like he's put on resume saying that he is a former world record holder, and I think he has every right to, to totally, say that. Totally. If anything, I think we true. I think we side with him, right? It's like he yeah, clear yeah. he clearly got the and actually, so I have it here. So he so Keaton got the WR on in three by three round two, but then Lucas got the. You know, he got the 4.9 in the semifinal, actually. So in a subsequent round, so that that is like beyond, and that's sitting in the WCA database, by the way. So that that's like beyond a shadow of a doubt that Keaton did have the world record, even if it was only for a couple hours. Yeah, I mean, one thing is, uh, I I remember like when I was working on a video, mm -hmm. I searched through oh. the speed solving forums mm -hmm. to see like to find out what, exactly what timestamp oh, Keaton had it, okay, and I okay. think that reports from like other competitors were already coming in that this 509 happened in the morning or like 10 a.m. or something. Okay. And so like you can see people's live reactions, like them not knowing that Lucas's world record was coming. Right, that, right, yeah, right, I mean, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. Like, there's, yeah. That's evidence enough, I mean. Right, right, right. The other thing is, which I think is cool, imagine being a spectator at this competition, right? You get to see yeah. two, two world records of like, I think, you know, three or three single was like one of the most prestigious world records that you could have. Yeah, I mean, it's know. the only one that gets kind of to the, the YouTube mainstream yeah. viral Exactly, content. exactly. So to be at that yeah. competition and witness two in the same day is just, just astounding. I feel like the three by three, so first off, this is a lesson in practicing and knowing your OLLs because I'm fairly certain, I didn't watch this back, but isn't Lucas's 4.9 the T-O-L-L, P-O-L-L skit? No, I think it's um, uh, the night shape Olal, I don't know how to describe it. It's like you get an L, like the Tetris L shape, and then like they're not. The, 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 <laughs> we we have cubes. We have oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, 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 however, yeah, yeah. what I, I do remember is that he did not pause when he rec he did he recognized Pialoski. If we keep doing it over and over, I'll get it. I don't know how to do it backward. It's Wait. okay. Oh, I got but it. I got it. I, it's, it's it's yeah. Oh, this right, right. One, but he did recognize PLL skip. If I'm, not I, I think he did because like as soon as he finished the OLL, it's like bam, his hands are down. That's and so cool. I'm gonna be yeah. honest, that OLL is not easy to recognize a PLL skip. So I just wanted to let everyone know, if he didn't recognize PLL skip, he would have been over five seconds. Maybe he doesn't even break the world record. So kids, imagine if it tied. Oh my god! Then they would both learn your recognition. Learn your recognition, guys. All oh. recognition, PLL recognition. It's all super important stuff. At the minimum, please do uh, CP. CP is really easy to recognize. Uh, <laughs> but I'll, um, yeah, you know what? I mean, yeah, three by three single is definitely the most viral single there is. Um, that's where you get all the videos, the fame. But I think Keaton's story is a lesson in truly the volatility of what the 3x3 single really means in the Cuban community, like mm -hmm. within the, the Cuban buffs. Like at, you, at any moment in time, the record could just have this massive luck infused uh, change. Uh, for example, Yushindu's 3.47. Exactly, I was gonna say. Um, yeah, there was a PLL skip there too. However, we should give credit to Yushindu. He started on Red Cross. Not a lot of people would do Red Cross in general. So he kind of made his own luck. But 3 by 3 single, you know, there's a lot of volatility involved with it. It's not really, for me, my favorite world record to talk about. But, you know, even now, we're reaching a level where Cubers at any moment in time could break 3.47.
right? You're right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We're even you, talking about. Remember NAC, Maddie's unofficial oh, yeah, 3.08. 308. Yeah, he got a 3.08, and that was insane because that was like the first competition setting, and it was like proven that not only could 3.47 be beaten, but, but like in, in that setting with, with thousands of people or <laughs> wait, hundreds wait. watching. So what what is the walk, walk me through this because I wasn't at NEC. Oh, Loser. so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, North American oh, Championships. Wow. There was a uh, Nations Relay, and Maddie was on the United States team, ah, or one of the United okay. States team. And then they were doing a relay. Uh, Maddie was waiting for his teammate to finish his solve, and then he started to solve on stack mat. Um, all of this was live streamed actually too. And you know he does his solve. I think it was full step two, and then he stops the timer at three point oh eight. Ah, so it was... obviously the next teammate I think it was Patrick Potts actually. He had proceeded to do the solve, and then everyone was like yelling while Patrick was solving. I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, and wow. I see. It was Nations Relay. That that's why it was Nations unofficial. Relay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like yeah. it's so it, it was actually important to highlight it because not everyone went to NA. Uh, not even anyone knows what I mean by NAC. Right. So yeah. Thank you for having me clarify that. That's a good point. Hey, no problem. i yeah. th- That's why I didn't go in, go to NAC oh. last year, right? Just so we could record it on the podcast. Oh, exactly. Sure. Yeah, over inspected over everything. Yeah. Everything is planned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything is. Planned. Yeah, Carrie. When are we gonna release the super secret episode? Oh, that <laughs> from from. <laughs> from Wait, as soon as you say that, now like, now the knowledge of it is out there. You Guys, have to keep it's waiting. Featuring, it's featuring Jack Ty. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. You've watched more of it than I have because I forgot. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, don't know. Maybe, I don't know. No, guys. We cannot have this up too much. They're gonna like, comment, and maybe we'll upload. Hey, it. how about this? If uh, if, you know, if, if, if if an over episode overtakes the mega, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Tutorial <laughs> video. Then then you'll get. We'll to see release it. it. We'll release I don't. It. I guess <laughs> that's never gonna happen. Yeah, that just means that's never gonna happen. It's never gonna. Happen. As of as of now, the Mega Mix Scramble tutorial is creeping on four thousand views. <laughs> Guys, please, please, we need your help. Please 4, stop. 000. Please stop we watching need... that video and please watch this video. Watch the first ep- yeah. episode, please. Just watch something else. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But anyways, the the three by three single. It's just so crazy. At any moment in time, you'll never. It, it, well, that's why it's so viral. Just because it's so unbelievable that it yeah. happened. But it could happen at any point in time. Yeah, it's, it's definitely um, not a measure of, like, not an accurate measure of skill, I think. I mean, obviously, like, it's skill plus luck, it just, like, everything is. But to say that, like, Yu Chengdu is definitively, like, higher skill than Timon, it, like, you can't measure right. that based off of single. Right. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, uh, moving on. I guess for me, uh, well, I have a personal favorite world record, and it is actually a 3 by 3 average of 5. And not everyone uh, was probably cubing during that time. We've had a huge influx of new cubers, um, but this is way back in, I believe, 2016 or 2017. And Felix got a 5.97 average of five on the Latin America cubing tour on one of those competitions. That's right, yeah. Now, let me paint a picture of why I really, really love this world record. Well, firstly, 5.97, you can take a wild guess. It was definitely the world's first sub six average. Um, and it was not guaranteed that it was definitely gonna happen at that point. And then I was, you know, I was doing some research and I was like, what world records st- really stood out to me? It's taken five years to drop from sub six, this record, to sub five, which is 4.86. 
that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Think about another five years from now. Do you guys see a world no, where the sure. average no. is sub four? No. Well, I mean, and what about what about ten years? I don't. What if want... it's like exponentially longer? Do I don't you guys want... see it happening. The thing is. I don't want this to get clipped when it does happen, and then people are like, "Idiots!" Hey, <laughs> hey, if it gets clipped, it's better. Better reviews. That's all. Yeah, I'm yeah. I guess being like <laughs> definitively wrong and proud about it is actually viral. Perhaps. Content. Yeah. Ten years, but, maybe. But let's ten years. Let's maybe. say five years is definitely not possible. Yeah, just no based off of the premise that the you know the smaller the time, the longer it's going to take to break, right? Um, as you approach zero, but. If it's more than five years, in reality, the person who will break the world record and maybe be the first sub four average could be born right this second. Yeah. As of yeah. This yeah. Yeah. Isn't that just like well, crazy? Because the world wow. record just got broken, four point eight six. Anyways, yeah. I just thought the timeline was really ridiculous because we're we're starting to approach that zero point of cubing. That 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 is a very interesting thought. That's a whole other episode. I have a lot of thoughts about that, by the way. Well, yeah, yeah, the zero point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what did I you mean, want to say, it, Oh well, I, I I wanted to talk about like the zero point because mm-hmm. like I I agree that it feels like there's there's only so much like efficiencies and like improvements you can make before yeah. you sort of reach the point where you can't save any more moves and you can't save any more finger tricks and all that. But the fact that like an eight year old got there makes it feel like yeah. that's someone who can only have been practicing for maybe three years tops so tops. you would yeah yeah you would think that if you're reaching the absolute peak of what humans can do it's someone who's been cubing for like five plus mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. Um, but again like you could talk about this for a long time and maybe that's not what this episode is about good thing we got 20 more episodes to put out this season oh my but, god you know uh, yeah a huge joke about felix when he was at his peak was that felix had zeroing capabilities so if you guys wanted to check out um a brand new skill to learn on three by three uh do a quick google search or youtube search zeroing ah uh, that's oh, right zeroing and, and later you know his yeah, like username is like faz yeah 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 and people would joke that it stands for f2l after zeroing <laughs> i think it's just his initials because i don't know what his yeah middle I'm, name pretty is. Sure, I'm pretty sure it's yeah i'm pretty sure Felix. um yeah, so like. 5.97, and then to highlight this average, this was probably the the peak of Felix's powers, like his magnum opus, his best moment ever, like breaking the sub-6 barrier. And he actually just took back the world record from Max Park himself, right. 6.3, yeah. something like that. So it was a significant jump. Yeah, I know um, that, like... And what I... What was it? Oh, I was just gonna say, like, Felix had the average for, like, six, seven years. That's right. Max broke it. Yeah. It was, like, the first time anyone had ever gotten close. Yeah. And then Felix was like, no, that, that this will not fly. Yeah. yeah. It will not stand. I will take any challenge. Not in my right? cube space. Yeah, right? And then I'm going to be the one to break sub six. But the thing is, he guaranteed the world record on salt four. Yeah, so I think it... That like, was it, crazy. The worst Which possible is so cool. average at that point was, like, 6.2 or something. So he just made it even faster. Which is so cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is something that I don't know if he did or not. I never asked him myself. But obviously, when you did the when you did the calculation in the video, he was calculating one record. I don't know if he calculated what he needed to get sub six. But I went ahead oh. and calculated he needed five point seven seven, and then his fifth solve was five point seven flat. 
So it's or really not close. 5.70. 5.70. So mm. he barely scraped sub six and he clutched it out. Mm. And I just thought, you know, I don't know if he calculated that. That would have been a ton of nerves, but I'm sure he probably was aware that he could have done it. My, uh, my guess is he didn't know, because I think at the end of that <clears> video, he's like finishing the fifth solve and he sort of says to the person next to him, I don't know, it might be, I don't know. Oh, really? And yeah. he, kind of, he, he goes like this, and his like, hands are shaking because he's so nervous, but he's like this, because oh, I think he's right. trying to say, like, yeah. it's really close. Wow. Um, it's also, I love that video. Yeah, and that I video... love that too, because they had a ton of people spectating. Yeah, I was going to say. It wasn't just any average. It, it's like such a good video for Cubing, because he turns the camera around, you see like hundreds of people in the audience. Oh, that's I think so it helps cool. legitimize Cubing. But that's his most viewed video now, and I think it's oh, a really? good, like, what's the word? like example video ah, from YouTubers okay. for why they should get yeah, excited. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I, I remember there was this like strange video of Timon doing a 3x3 final, I think in, maybe it was like the UK championships or something like that. And you see him turn the camera, holy crap. Like the entire place was just filled with spectators. And it's definitely crazy how far keeping has come. Um, Long ways to but go. But the other reason that this is one of my favorite world records is it's hindsight is 2020 it kind of making me think about it in retrospect looking at felix's tps it is actually really slow in comparison to what we see now um that's just insane to me because if i have the perspective now and i see that his turning was like yeah that's kind of shoddy you go back to that time and you react to that video everyone would be like his turning is incredible right his efficiency so amazing right and it's just insane. I don't know what the his cube was at the time. Right, that's, I was gonna say SM it, or something. It goes it goes back to hardware also, like we discussed uh, last week. Like you know the 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 hardware has changed so much in so many ways since then um, that it kind of it allows you to to really like go the extra mile with like your TPS and your and uh, your turn efficiency at least. So I mean it, the, not not to take away from him, of course. I mean, it, it's still incredible that he was able to run the WR on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's really crazy. And you see people get sub six averages now and their, their TPS is significantly more aggressive. I mean, I'm not sure if the TPS it can be calculated as faster, but you can just see the turn speed incredibly mm -hmm. fast um, in comparison to Felix. And I think that was always one of the things about Felix that people recognize is he definitely fumbled his cube in really, really high pressure situations and mm. had some pretty nasty lockups once in a while. Um, I think, I don't know if 2017 Worlds was like that or 2019 Worlds, he was like that too. Um, oh, do you guys remember much about 2017 Worlds? Nah. All I remember is Max 1. <laughs> it was oh, in I, Paris. Yeah, that's what everyone talks about. Well, I mean, well, one thing I was going to say is like, I feel like you can't expect anyone, even Felix, to be like a robot who doesn't make mistakes. Right. But the second thing is, I was thinking the most famous example of like Felix fumbling would be 2011 Worlds. Because like this oh, is a wow, long that's... time ago, mm -hmm. but you know, he had sort of like just broken onto the, onto the scene. He was getting like world records mm -hmm. at every competition. Mm -hmm. And so everyone's like, of course he's going to win Worlds 2011. But then like, and he wins like round one and round two or something, but then in the final round he just keeps pulling nines or something, and he mm. can't stop like messing up, and then he gets third place. And darn, one reason why people talk about that a lot is because then he goes on to win twenty thirteen right. and twenty fifteen as sort of like redemption, redemption. The yeah. back to back, like the back to back guys, is so hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, because you're, you're carrying the expectation of last time. Has anyone done it back to back? Since Felix? No. Well, since because or even before? Well, even before, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I feel like it's possible that there was a back to back champion before Felix. Because at uh, the time, the times were significantly longer. And the but, and like the community was smaller, I guess. So yeah, I feel like yeah. it's definitely possible. Hmm. I, I feel like it's not likely that it happened before, just because. Yeah. You know, the the people at the top of cubing in like 2005, it might completely swap out by 2008, since it's mm -hmm. so easy to make improvements over other people. Right. Right. Um. um hey, Carrie. I don't think yeah. we ever talked about your favorite world. Oh, I guess it's mind. my time to shine. Let's go. Shoot, I was yeah. like thinking, like as you were talking, like there's like four different records in my head of what, <laughs> what to say. We don't got so that much time. Okay, we don't have that much time. And it doesn't have to be three by three, right? No, it doesn't have to okay. be three by three. Hey, I'm tuning into season three, okay. guys. Tune into season three for the next legendary world records. Because <laughs> I okay, the record I think is the most impressive in terms of like sheer skill, is Stanley Chapel's five blind world record mean. Right. Which was I think two twenty seven, and okay, five blind is, is like such five a, blind is insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think partly it's like such a niche event that like yeah. people might not have even known that record happened. But the reason why it was crazy is because I, if I remember correctly, the first single of the mean was already world record single, and then the wow. second one was even faster than that, and wow. the third one was even faster than that. So. Like, you would expect that if someone realizes they're on the pace to get a world record mean, they would, like, safety their next solves. Oh, dude, Stanley is... But Stanley's just like, I'm gonna go even more ham. And I don't even know, like, on that last single, which was 221, like, if... Because, you know, he's going faster than anyone ever has in history. Right. If he, like, messed up one move, he's gonna, like, screw up the mean. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, but I remember, like, he, he posted results of that to like Kubix's friends or something mm. and he said like lol four world records in one day because it's single 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 right and right. mean although i mean unfortunately wca is only going to see it as two but yeah i mean yeah but still, still. i mean i mean no but it is four world records For, yeah. to, to the layman it's four world records so see i'm not the biggest fan of five blind but i am a huge fan and i almost picked this of stanley's sub one four blind single that is a that's a crazy one too now he just well, updated it to 51 recently but yeah holy heck when he got a sub one four blind single i did not thought that was humanly possible and i truly questioned because you know it takes a portion of memo it takes a portion of execution and it takes a portion of algorithms all of that to come together to to have a world record like this dude it's the accuracy think... it's the accuracy that blows me away about four blind and five blind right four blind i think is like two and a half cubes and five blind is like five it's five cubes the thing is like if you're doing multiplying five cubes you can mess up two cubes you can you can be off by like two moves you don't even need to yeah. touch two of the cubes if you really don't want to but you can't do that on five blind you can't mess up you, you basically can't mess up any moves at all if you do yeah. you better know how to run do them like if you're into computer science it's like an and gate yeah <laughs> exactly yeah 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 that, that's that's right it's like you only get a success if everything succeeds right so i yeah and that, that's the I reason mean, why five blind has evaded me until the, right. until this recording but maybe when oh well you're gonna watch this back like a year not a year one month or something from hopefully now. a month from now yeah and, and then you'll be like oh little manu thought he'd never get a five blind single wait what is it if you if you get five blind single do you enter bronze yeah yeah so i'll have all singles 
officially completed on my profile. That's the last thing I need to have competed in every event and have an official result for every event on my profile. I mean, we talked about it in our Goats of Cubing. I'm pretty sure we talked about Stanley Chapel. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I just think about it and I'm like, you know, you could think that 3.47 or 4.86 3 by 3 or even 4.9 single, 5.97 Azure 5, all of those are impossible to beat. You never imagine like someone's going to take over Felix, someone's going to take over Timon. But in reality, I mean, the amount of skill and knowledge and dexterity that you need, all of that pales in comparison to what Stanley has in four line, five lines. Yeah. The, well, the advantage he has, I don't actually know how anyone is going to catch up to this guy because he's still competing. He's still practicing. It, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess if we're talking about margins of like, who's mm. number one over like, the rest of the crowd mm. i think stanley is the furthest ahead although i will say just that, like last week hill pong got a 101 four blind single so if stanley didn't have the 51 oh, you know he'd be at 57 still and then hill would have 101 and that's to, way tighter yeah, yeah. to me i'm like finally things are getting a little close again mm. but the fact that stanley has a 51 and he even said in his own video like i think four blind is dead for a while <laughs> like i <laughs> I think, you know, as much as Hill like wants to keep, I don't know if he goes by Hill, but like, as much as he keeps trying, I think Stanley is, has this lead for like the next That's funny. Years. It's funny that Stanley says that, because that, because there's like the phrase, right? He's, that makes him the, he's like the, the convict, the judge, and the executioner. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's yeah. like, he's the only person, I think, maybe who can say it that confidently, because... True. I know that like, blinders also often don't talk about their progress or like their averages. Ah. Uh. So... You know, us as spectators, we might think, oh, 57's so good, but then he might be like, oh, I globaled that. I don't think he globals that, but, yeah, yeah. you know, we don't know. Right, as a way of saying. I feel yeah. like the only thing I would change to that is, I mean, speaking of, you know, um, you know, famous quotes, we're on the topic of, you know, these crazy world records, and the NBA All-Star Game just happened as of this episode being posted. And it just got me thinking, what if Stanley like looked into Daniel Carnot's camera after that 51 and was like, it's over, y'all. It's <laughs> over. Just like Vince Carter in uh, you know, 2000 or 2001. Right, yeah. It's over. <laughs> but you can't do that well, in a room where other people are doing blind stuff. He, he could he get a just gesture. Like, oh, it's like, you know, that's it. Yeah. I feel like if I ever got a world record, I would do that. I would find someone's camera and do that. Yeah. I would definitely sign, though. There's a lot of quotes you could say. You could be like the what's up? Like, like that's too easy. You know that. Quote. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, got it. Got to be Sigma. Yeah, know? there's a lot, a lot yeah. of good stuff. You got you got any other WRs? At least mention the oh, ones you were thinking of. I was gonna say the other ones I was thinking of are Max Shaw's 5.02 square one average because uh, the previous oh, yeah. record was like 606, I think. Oh wow! Okay. So he dropped it by over a second. Wow, and... I I wasn't even aware of this one. So good thing. Well, I, the reason I also picked that one is because he had so many world record fails before that he had like mm. two plus two fails mm, wow. there was like one when it was world record but then there was a miss scramble so yeah even... max has a lot of world record fails yeah unlucky well good you got his redemption man all yeah. one all one world record is all you need yeah yeah like that, that's what i keep thinking is is like even if you have just one it means that at some point in oh, time yeah. you, you, the best. you you know reach the top and yeah totally that counts um and then so well, for yeah. this episode, right, we're talking about all these legendary world records. We didn't really talk about the the first sub-five and the second sub-five ever. And 
it's the elephant in the room. We have two world records at the moment. Timon has a 4.86, and then Max tied him. And I think before we close out this episode, I kind of wanted to highlight that because this is the, the epitome of the WCA story. Like we are writing out the chapters and we are seeing, you know, who's going to truly become the goat of speedcubing after all is said and done, if speedcubing never existed again. And I don't know, were you guys even aware that Max tied the world record at some point? Maybe, I feel like I was vaguely aware, but. Oh, well, yeah. like right now, right? Yeah, like right now, as of this episode being uploaded, they both have 4.86. And oh, yeah. It was interesting because the battle between Timon and Max coincided um, the, the end, end of Felix's, Felix's dominance. dominance. So, so I had, I had to, go to go back, back in time to see all these records yeah. that happened. <laughs> Felix's last world record, if I'm not mistaken, was a 5.53 uh, back in like 2019, something like that. And then... This guy, Roy Hong from oh, yeah. China, he gets yeah. this 5.4a, 5.4a um, post-pandemic, and people were like, man, this is crazy. Is Felix going to get it back? And then they never got it back, right? Max gets a 5.32. After that Max 5.32, Timon smashes the world record, 5.09. Timon, not even like a month after, I think maybe even just a couple weeks or the next week, Max gets a 5.08 <laughs> in controversial at, fashion at Bay Area Speedcube in 29. Michael. And uh, <laughs> the exact you can go back number to of the over competition. Yeah, you can go back to over inspected episode 14 for all the juicy details about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that extra, was a that was a gru- grueling episode, a grueling uh, competition for Chai at least. So that was stressful. And you know, so Max has the 5.08, which is right around what Keaton got as a single. Keaton beat six, seven years ago. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Keaton did get a 508 eventually, I think 2017. And then Timon gets a 4.86. And then, you know, smashing the world record again, first sub five. And then the timeline, Max, just a few weeks later, 4.86 tie. It's like Max is just telling Timon, you could run away for a little bit, but I will always be on your heels. And it's just. It's a great story. Crazy. It's a great story. I. I love it in sports, in video games, in any sort of competitive field, whenever there's like story behind like things happening like this, you know, and even going, going all the way back to Felix and Felix's dominance over the world of speed cubing. It really reminds me of, this is a great summoning salt video. Oh, Um, I think it's the race for Mario Kart 64 perfection, something like that. Oh yeah. It's an absolutely incredible video. If you haven't seen that and you know, and you like anything about, if you've ever even heard of Mario Kart. Or if you, you know, if you're just down, I think it's like a 45 minute video. If you have 45 minutes, please take 45 minutes out of your day and watch that video. That is probably his best video he's ever made. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, Summoning Salt, I think, is a really good example of a YouTuber who is able to take a very niche underground community story yeah. and, you know, show the masses it, why it's so compelling. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's an amazing story. It almost writes itself. It just needs someone to yeah. spread out. And that hopefully that's what we're doing. With, I think... Uh, like cubing. when I think about cubing and summoning salt combined, I feel like the person who's trying the hardest to make it happen is I don't know if I should say his name. Should should I like sign it under the table? Because like <laughs> I don't know. Say like, his name and we'll bleep it out if it's bad. Sure. Like, you don't have to bleep it. Um, but because like, I just know that some people like him, some people don't like him. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, I'll just say it. You can bleep it. Wait. Uh, <laughs> this is making it sound like some like I can cover your face. Also. Okay, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew Mayernick. 
I, I've never heard of them. Oh really? Oh, yeah. is that the cube? Is that the cubing guy? Well, no, he, he is I that the cubing video guy? Yeah. Well, he makes videos about like cubing world, not oh, just yeah, world yeah, records, yeah. but like any sort of back and forth battle that's happened in cubing. He made one about like the Kentucky state record. Oh, that's cool. And like it all, like all these little, you know, sub regions. Skirmishes. Have, yeah, skirmishes have their own little For stories. For sure. Yeah. But I think it's cool yeah. because with Matthew's videos, I can hear it. Like he sometimes he uses the same. Songs that Summoning Salt uses, yeah, and, and those like sort of uh, stylistic, you know, influences. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. Like cubing has such amazing stories like that. You know, Felix's dominance over the field, and then now we're getting into that. Like we're getting into the like back and forth bit of it. You know, Max and Timon again, and I think it's like as a spectator, it's amazing because we're treated to this type of content while you know the world record just keeps getting broken, broken over and over again. It, I think it's just incredible. So. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. I think in three, three by three, <laughs> I think in three by three, we've never had this rivalry be so close. Yeah. Um, it really started to come into form around 2019, but for a while, I mean, Felix was dominating. He had rivals, like he had he had Matt's Falk, of course. But Matt's never got the world record average, although he was like really close yeah. at one point. I think he was very close, right? Yeah. Five, five, I mean, five. like, look, yeah. Matt's Matt's is a great speed keeper, but at the end of the day, no one was a challenger to Felix for a solid six, seven, maybe even eight years, arguably. And then in 2019, of course, with the classic Worlds fiasco, I think like top, like first place through seventh place were within, what, 0.1 seconds of each other, the average. That was like the tipping point. Like, I don't think Felix podiumed. All these cubers just came into form. And now Timon and Max, in a lot of ways, they've, they've separated themselves. And, yeah. you know, yeah, I, go I go back, back to, to the Goats of Cubing episode. episode. I still think Timon is on track to be the goat of speedkeeping because of his creative solutions. Um, you know, honestly, I think we're probably going to have to wrap this episode pretty soon, but I wanted to ask you guys something. And this is yeah. a, sort of a prediction. I always love to end it on predictions because you can always go back in time and listen to these episodes. I do it. But speaking of the 3.47 you should do world record, legendary by itself. Amazing. Do you guys have a prediction? Um, an updated prediction of who's going to break it? Of who? Oh, who who's said the same thing? We're, we're not going to be able to predict. You know, okay, I, I, this, is, this is a fake one, right? It's just going to be some kid that, first of all, that record, oh, I guess it could be broken within the next year. But I think it's going to be someone just out of the blue, a dark horse, right? It's, it's not going to be Timon. It's not going to be Max. It'll, it'll be someone like outside of, I think, maybe the, the top 10 singles. Yeah, really. I mean, you just think it's just going to be someone we've never seen before. Some, someone completely different. Hey, why not? More, more, more world record holders. Right? Yeah, I mean, we were just talking earlier in the episode about how the world record single isn't... It's very volatile. Yeah, it's very volatile. I mean, I guess if your prediction is going to be like a dark horse, you know, that could be like thousands of options. So you could be right in a thousand different alternate universes. I'm just hedging my bets. Yeah, you're hedging your bets. <laughs> that's, that's true, that's true. I mean, I think... I, I can't say the same thing as that you said, so I'll just, I don't know, I'll just say I Timon. I made a <laughs> No, but, okay, say Timon? I'll say Timon just to put out a name there, just in case it happens. True. But the thing I also want to say is that, like, in just the last week, you know, two more people got official threes. That is true. So now the number of people with threes, which means, like, within half a second, it's like is, five? like, five. Yeah, There's Yushengdu, Timon, Max, Asher, Raehong, and now nice. Yihong. Mm. Wow. So that's six people. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I've said this in private, but I'm, I'm putting my foot out there. I'm, I'm making my voice heard. I still think Maddie Hiroto and Nabu. Oh, oh, of yeah. course. Of well, course. is it because I it was 308? Now, there's one problem with this prediction. Maddie simply doesn't go to enough competitions. True. Um, he doesn't have access to these competitions. But I think Maddie is, in terms of efficiency, he's somewhere, I wouldn't say, say the exactly the same thing as Timon, but I think he has enough efficiency to capitalize on scrambles. In fact, he sees creative solutions that sometimes Timon doesn't even see. I was looking over like Maddie versus Timon on Monkey League, and it's just crazy how they do such different solutions on the same scramble, and then sometimes Maddie would win. Of course, Maddie has the TPS on a similar level to Max as well. And I just think Maddie has this, you know, knack for dealing with his nerves. I, you know, I don't have a lot of evidence of it, but, you know, and he's kind of like an underdog story to me. I feel like similar to Manu, I'm picking someone that I don't think most people would think can actually do. I think like Maddie yeah. doesn't come up first, but now that you mentioned him, yes, I could totally see it happening. Yeah, and also I like- I still think so. With Maddie. Yeah. Um, his 525 average could have been world record, I think, if it mm. were not for a plus two or some, something in there. Mm. So, like, it, you know, we very well could have could be sitting here thinking that Maddie is like one of the contenders, right. top contenders. True. So, true. so I think yeah. that means you know he's got the same chops as like in that alternate universe. Right. Right. So we we should neglect that. Yeah. I find Maddie is just an opportunistic cuber. But yeah, interesting. That's definitely my prediction. Maddie is my homeboy. I want to root for my dog. Um, One thing so. to say though, whoever and this this, this is gonna this is gonna tie everything in, right? Whoever gets that world record will be the next legendary WR Cuber. Am I right, boys? Oh man, gotta I got got a reference. That one. Yeah, it's a reference of the episode. The episode oh. is legendary WRs. Oh, okay, that's okay. The I, get it. I know, I know. That's it was even a nice cam for me. Okay, it's okay. I'm slow. <laughs> I love that. That was very poetically oh. spoken. You could also predict what the time will be. You know, that's that's too nah, hard. that's far too difficult. Nah, that's that's not even possible. But yeah, um, that's the conclusion of today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed our reminiscing, our you know flashback to the past, our predictions for the future. And um, yeah, we hope that you guys join us in observing the future and the future timeline of the World Cubing Association. And that was that so poetic. That was amazing, Chai. That was, that, yeah. that, is, that could not have been a better ending. And don't cut me. Lol, get wrecked.